0: You're listening to The Ladylike Podcast. Ladylike is the show where funny women tell disgusting stories. I'm your host, Jenna Gephardt. Our live story comes from Liz Ziner. Liz tells a story about a really bad case of food poisoning that led to an eventful ride in an Uber. This week, I sat down with Molly Carney. Molly told me some of her crazy drinking stories from the summers she spent working on an island in Ohio. Here's Molly
1: Carney. So uh, I was in Madison this past weekend and I got, I was by myself, I knew no one there. And I was, you know, performing up there and I got really, really wasted by drinking scotch on the rocks. <laughs> And <laughs> it was New Year's Eve, so I was like in my lady suit and I was strutting, and we were out. Oh,
0: you in a lady suit? Yeah. Yeah. That's nice.
1: yeah. And because uh, and then we went to like the bars with the staff or whatever, and um, that's always fun. I continued to drink more, and then we all tried to go back to the hotel bar. It was like three in the morning, and obviously the hotel bar didn't have wasn't open, and I realized that they weren't staying at the hotel. I was staying at, so I said. I'm, I gotta go. I gotta get out of here. I gotta go find my hotel. And I was like, oh, I'm taking an Uber. And I was like, I know it's right down the street from the club, so I'm just gonna go find it. I'll be fine. It's not that cold. So Wait, I start, this
0: is New Year's Eve? Yeah. Okay.
1: So I start walking and I look. You know, Madison is all real confusing because it's like in a circle. <laughs> so I'm like, well, there's the capital to my left. <laughs> so, and there's a the hotel. So I walk around and I see this, uh, this like opening to a hotel so I, I start walking in and I go I go to room 403 which is my room number that I'm staying with by myself and it's like the nicest room and I'm just like all right I'm about to go back and eat my sandwich from earlier and I knock on the door because I'm like trying to get my key in and I'm like someone comes in and they open the door and they're, I'm like are you guys in my hotel room and they're like no you're no we're not we're we just got <laughs> back from a from a wedding and I was like this is, my stuff is, like, on the on the couch over there, on the bed. And they're like, no, our stuff is on here. And then he opens the door, he's like, do you want a shot? And I was like, yeah, I love one. <laughs> so then I went in, and I started drinking with them. And uh, <laughs> we go downstairs to get food from, like, the counter or something. I don't know these people. It's, like, four black people, and they're, they're, they keep calling me white girl crazy, which I was. <laughs> and I realized that it was the same hotel that I was at with the people but it was the back door that I used to get in (laughs) so then I finally went to my hotel room but I made friends with them on Facebook and they tagged me in a photo that I and then the next day I got home to Chicago and I looked at my Facebook and I'm like (gasps) (gasps) oh I was I accused these people of being in my hotel room and then they gave me um what's what liquor is Hennessy it's like uh isn't it like a... It's uh, like a... Sh- like a cognac? Right? Yeah, that's, they are giving me cognac and I was drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's it. Uh, yeah. Um, I... It reminds me of how drunk I I was like that drunk where I, like, where I used to live, drunk, like Put-In-Bay drunk. Uh, I used to live on an island in Lake Erie, which is like one mile by three miles. Uh, It's like a tourist island where bachelorette parties go when they're poor people and can't make it to Vegas. (laughs) And I worked up there for like... It sounds better than
0: Vegas to me. Honestly,
1: I've had the best times of my life there. (laughs) Like, I think I I was drunk for three months straight with only three days in those three months where I didn't drink. I don't know how you do it so many days in a row. Well, because you're like, I can't serve for twelve hours. I can't like physically serve the people if I don't have an alcoholic drink because I'm gonna I'm gonna die. Like, you know, when you're swung over, you're like, I gotta, I gotta, fan, I gotta like get right again. Like that's what every day was. And you'd be out till I worked at a like a brunch restaurant, so you can relate to that. It's like we had to be at the restaurant at seven to open it, and I remember. Being so blacked out, still at 7, because we'd go to bed at 3 or 4, that oh I would, would come out of my blackout till 10 in the morning. Ah. <laughs> three hours into my shift. I would, like, be at the, like, Oasis computer, and I'd be like, what tables do I have? Like, what day is it? How oh long have God. I been here? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because I was... I. Uh, um,
0: How would you even get there? Did somebody...
1: Coral-y no, I Nike. would drive a four-wheeler that I had. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> down and it's only like I'd only drive it like a mile down the road and sometimes it's like a super it's a very popular place where like for, like foreign kids, like people from Bulgaria and Romania and like uh Belarus, like all those places, they'll come and stay for the summer and like mm. make like they'd work their asses off and make like so much money. And they'd buy so many Nike clothes. They love Nike. <laughs> But they would always want to ride, so I'd pop two Bulgarian boys on my back on my four-wheeler, and I'd be, like, to the point where one day, I remember, and there's a picture of it on Facebook or something, where I have two completely different shoes on. <laughs> like, absolutely, like a Vans and, like, a Converse. And I remember they're, like, you have to open the restaurant until you... You have to open the restaurant, then you can go change your shoes. Another time, I tried... I went out and I knew I had to work the next morning at 7. And the bar was just about to close. The bar next door to it was just about to close. And I was like, I got to get a mile down the road. And I need every minute of sleep that I can manage to get right now. So I went to the side of the building of the brewery, which is across the aisle from the police station. And I stole a bike <laughs> that was like, like for like a 6'5 person. And I'm 5'7". So I was like... I'm all right, I'm going to borrow this bike, leave him an IOU. I'm sure I know the owner. So I ro- walked the bike up, and then a police officer was like, Molly, there's only six police officers every day, you know, all the workers. There. He's like, Molly, I just saw you steal that bike, and I'm very certain that it's not your bike. <laughs> and I was like, it's not my bike, but I'm, I'm going to leave an IOU, and they're, they're going to get it in the morning for me because I work in three hours. He's like, you you can't ride your bike. You're too intoxicated. And I was like, well, I'm going to try it. And I got on, and then I literally, like, pedaled half a circle and fell right to the ground. And then I'm belly up, and I'm looking at the officer, and I'm like, Officer Joe? And then the manager of the restaurant comes on, and they're both overlooking me, and they're like, Holly, you cannot ride that bike home. You're like, I won't give you a BUI. And I was like, I don't listen to men. So I'm going to put this bike back on the side where because that's what I chose to do. And then I snuck into the restaurant where I worked, because I have a key, and I slept in the basement.
0: (laughs) Just, like, on the ground where you sleep? There was a comforter
1: back there. (laughs) Or, like, I slept on, like, a bunch of costumes, because, like, for Pirate Weekend and, like, all the island tourist stuff. And then I woke up to people, like, moving chairs around at, like, 7 in the morning, and I was, like, (gasps) (laughs) and I, like, had no straws left, or no, like, what's it called? Like, I couldn't get in trouble again. So... What I did was, I stole a new T shirt from like the basement closet, and I brought up some like napkins and stuff. And I was like, I've been here. <laughs> I've been working. <laughs> I have been working. Um, and then later, I'm really good friends with the owner, thank God. But they're also running a business, so they uh, they were like, Molly, can you come down to the office? And I was like, Yeah. What's up? They're like, Did you sleep here last night? And I was like. Absolutely not. No. Why do you say that? They're like, well, um, you graffitied and crayon all over the closet (laughs) saying that, don't give up to tourists, fuck the tourists, never give up, like, and it's still there to this day. This is like when I was 25, so like three, four years, yeah, so... And then the next morning, I get up, or, like, that day, I'm working, and... <laughs> it's
0: like that part in Handmaid's Tale
1: where she sees a little messy <laughs> oh
0: She's sleeping in the closet.
1: What did it say again? Like...
0: It said, like, uh, <laughs> It said, don't let the bastards get you down in Latin. <laughs>
1: that was, like, literally, like, my... And I was like, yeah, I slept on here, but I was just trying to give you guys positive vibes, you know? So they haven't painted over it it's still there so and then i I went upstairs and i started working it was probably like an hour into my serving shift and the manager came in from the bar next door and he's like molly you need to blow the breathalyzer over at the because every every bar up there has a breathalyzer in the bar because alcohol uh, because being drunk is funny to everyone there
0: (laughs) Wait, not like for legal purposes. No, like you like put a dollar like, in it, and there's straws, uh, oh, I and you get it. go. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So I was like, no, I, I like had a bagel and like a crepe, and I'm like totally not drunk anymore. He's like, you need to come over and blow the breathalyzer. <laughs> I was like, fine. And I took his dollar and I blew it. <laughs> it was point. Oh no. Point two three. <laughs> Jesus. LeBron James's number. <laughs> I'll never forget it. But yeah, that's some dumb shit I've done. And yet, I still drink. So,
0: <laughs> don't let the bastards get you down. <laughs> At our live show, uh, we put we put pieces of paper out on the bar, and the audience can write down their own disgusting ladylike story. Um, so, these are stories from the from our live show and from the audiences of ladylike's gone by. Uh, so, okay, I'll start. One time. I peed my pants while sitting at my school desk, and it puddled up <laughs> under my chair, and I had no choice but to wipe it up with the sleeve of my sweater I was wearing. I smelled like pee the rest of the day.
1: <laughs> oh, poor girl! I know. Oh my <laughs> god! Sure, that was traumatic. Wait. how old? Though? She's probably ruined. <laughs> like she was probably shaking when she was writing that, or feeling very oh. liberated. <laughs>
0: Well, it says school desk, so I'm like, maybe she was, like, eight or something. Yeah.
1: Which I feel like the younger, earlier, the wor- like...
0: The worse it would be. I don't know. It <sighs> would be terrible no matter.
1: <laughs> that is traumatizing, honey. <laughs> oh, one, one Christmas, my toilet was clogged badly. The plunger couldn't unclog it. I didn't want to bother my landlord during Christmas weekend. Thoughtful. So I used <laughs> the bathroom at work. And where I was cat-sitting. However, one night, I had to take a giant dump. (laughs) Are you alive? (laughs) Is this my sister? I don't even have one. Uh, I had to take a giant dump and didn't want to overflow my already clogged toilet, so I put some cat litter in an old bucket (laughs) and shat in it. (laughs) Later, I found out my landlord was Jewish. (laughs) I'm not gonna lie, that's, like, some dumb and dumber shit. Like you're just, like, you feel so bad about yourself, you don't know, what, like, what's the best thing to do.
0: <laughs> my new cat is... She pooped in the bucket. <laughs> um, my mm. new cat kind of has an attitude, and she doesn't respect me, and I was, <laughs> uh, I was telling people that, and I was like, I don't know how to get her to respect me, and someone's like, oh, you just have to take a big shit in her litter box. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, oh I wish God. I had a cat. <laughs> well, maybe you do. I'm so allergic to cats. But if I could shit in a litter box to scold it and fucking, like, like what, for dogs, you just take their nose and, like, shove it in their own poop? If they poop on the living room floor, oh, yeah. if a cat poops, you just like, yeah, well, I'll poop in your home. Or no, litter box is not their home. <laughs> do cats have homes and houses?
0: No, like they, how dogs have they beds they own the whole house basically so they me room, room.
1: Uh, just so you know Jenna just, has two cats in here yeah it's true running around like they have a one of the them place. respects
0: me the other one what? really does not what is oh apparently it's like wait like when they like if you take a shit in there box, it's like you're like marking like you're like this is my
1: territory like
0: this is the smell of me.
1: Like, I bought this with my money. You don't have any cat money.
0: But also, I I imagine, like, if I took a big shit sh- sh- in the litter box, but then David was, like,
1: cleaning out the litter box. <laughs> David's like, wow, this cat has some big bong holes. Bong. Oh...
0: Now I want to do it just... And you
1: punish David? He's yeah, like...
0: I was going to say, because I want to assert my dominance <laughs> over the cat, and especially over David. <laughs>
1: He's cleaning up my shit. <laughs> oh. Alright,
0: fine, I am going to do it. I changed my mind. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, um... Okay. This one's a classic. Fell asleep drunk in a hotel hot tub that had McDonald's hamburgers floating in it. <laughs> Shit in my sleep, then woke up sober and realizing the situation vomited three times before exiting
1: the tub. <laughs> you Wait could kill
0: yourself though by falling asleep Yeah, the tub. You'd be too hot.
1: You could <laughs> die. I think she pruned up he or she or they poop pruned up so badly that poop just came out.
0: <laughs> that could be.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: What is what a soup though, you know, to wake oh, up. Oh what a <laughs> soup. Whoever works at that hotel.
1: God bless them. (laughs) My friend turned 18 and took me and our other younger virgin (laughs) friend to to buy porn, lotto tickets, and cigarettes. We watched the porn while smoking and scratching lotto tickets for the money shot. I just think I... Oh! For the money shot. The guy came in the, the ladies... Mouth. I high-fived 18-year-old while our pride virgin friend threw up. True story. Honestly, you know, if you're a virgin, (laughs) be true to who you are. And once you find the right hole or insert, you'll be okay.
0: That's beautiful. (laughs) Thank you.
1: I just want everyone to respect themselves.
0: Um. Okay. I was at a party last year where a creepy guy wanted women to piss on him. (laughs) (coughs) That is classic. Um, So four of us agreed. We had him strip and lay on a tarp we placed in the basement. After my turn, a really short woman came up. I guess she was sensitive about her height because she insisted upon wearing really high heels despite everyone saying it was a bad idea. Much to my amusement, she slipped on the puddles of three people's piss, then fell and slipped all the way to the end of the tarp. We had made a water sports slip and slide.
1: <laughs> I can't imagine pee like I get. I feel bad when I like pee on the seat when I'm like squatting in a gross place.
0: <laughs> I mean, if they, I mean, if they like it, then
1: you know. I, I mean, I guess I honestly the only thing I can compare it to is putting like a warm towel on your body outside of out, right out straight from the dryer.
0: Wait, are you saying that's what you think it would be like to or get peed on? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think that is what it's like?
1: I imagine as an old creepy man when he was younger, his mom would put a hot towel out of the dryer on him.
0: Is that it? Um, I don't think so. That doesn't okay. sound right to me. But cool, cool, cool. <laughs> I honestly
1: just think of P as being warm. <laughs> and then, like, it gets cold, think, and then you're like, well.
0: I think it's, well, I don't know. I guess I should, I don't really know. about It's was, a
1: fetish, right? Well, yeah,
0: certainly a fetish, but I thought it was like, you, you, you like, want to be embarrassed and, like, kind of degraded, I think. Oh. By, like. Shamed. Cute women. Yeah. Some people, like, or maybe P just, I don't know. I don't
1: really know. I think you're right, and I'm just thinking about like this sensation of
0: pee. You could just take a warm bath for the thing you want. Yeah, yeah. I don't
1: want it at all. So if anyone tries to pee <laughs> no, on no, me, I will so. ruin you. I will poop in your litter box. That's <laughs> just. <laughs> oh, let's see. After getting blacked out, oh, well, after getting blacked out, wasted at a party I was hosting, which is always the worst when someone does that. But who doesn't? I eventually... Because you're just waiting there for people to show up. (laughs) I eventually made it to my bed and all the guests went home. When I woke up the next morning, I discovered my trash can next to my bed with a giant turd inside of it. (laughs) What? Apparently, I just dropped my pants, hung my ass off the edge of my bed, and did the deed. I also woke up in a pile of my own puke and it was two hours late for work. What if someone set her up? She said she liked that. What if someone else pooped in her can?
0: <laughs> to assert dominance over
1: her. At least not peeing on her.
0: Um, that, yeah, that's not what I thought she was going to find in the garbage can. I will say that.
1: <laughs> what did you think? Puke. Oh.
0: I'll not not a her. A little poop. <laughs> Puke would be, like, normal to find in there. Oh. Um. Okay. <clears throat> One time in Berlin, I got fingered by this Russian chick with my tampon in. Drunk me assumed I had taken it out before. Sober me realized Drunk me was wrong when it came out three days later. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's some foreign lover's (laughs) drama. That's classic. That is classic. Classic Russian There's a lot of people who get... Damn, i am been stuck in there for a long time. I know time.
0: it is kind of a that's kind of a
1: trope. It's, it's like, like okay, maybe we need to figure something out.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's a string attached to him. Yeah, it? it's
1: true. <laughs> what do you want? The string to like go down your toe? Like, do you really need? You like, like, it's like a leash. You it's like, like a little... your doorknob or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of those like little things they have to sell at um, gift shops where there's like a leash but no dog. <laughs> I was on a 10-day juice cleanse at work on my 7th day, and in the middle of breakfast rush, I thought I had to fart. Did a little toot, and then it turned into a shard. Oh, <laughs> what a poet. I pooped my pants as a 32-year-old woman in the middle of handing out pancakes. I mean... <laughs> I, just, I just hope it wasn't me receiving the pancakes. But at the same time, it wouldn't shame her.
0: I have been... Not to me. I've never done it. Neither have I. Really?
1: I've never... Do what? No, where is that shot? <laughs> yeah. You think I've pooped my pants? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think uh, I've... There's been many times where I thought I pooped my pants. Because I'm very, like... I'm very, like... Sh- I'm very, like, oh. I must have pooped my pants. <laughs> And then I checked and I'm like, uh, I'm clear as a daisy. I'm clean as a whistle. I could literally
0: shine uh, I just shine like, glass. during one of those blackouts, like, you be at work and, like, have a loose fart. Oh, yeah. no, like... no.
1: Well, I'm, like, even thinking about it, upstairs in the restaurant, there's, um, housing, and we would just go, escape, poop escape, and you'd run upstairs.
0: Okay, so you would have... An, an escape, out. yeah.
1: It was, like, the escape room. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, okay, my, my ex-boyfriend once fingered me immediately after eating hot Cheetos, bad idea, I, I could have told you that,
1: yeah, that, I mean, I've had that happen, on the one restaurant I worked out, there was a garden where people grew like, where they grew like ghost peppers and stuff, oh god, <laughs> and that's happened multiple times. <laughs> to people like in that restaurant and I'm like can you guys fucking wash your hands <laughs> I guess like the juices stay on there no matter what which is that sense. it's either like pick one vaginas dicks sexual stuff or, or ghost pepper or f- good food that I don't prefer <laughs> <laughs> all right this one spoke to me because I used to be a pedicab driver met a pedicab driver Did outside want... of a bar in Seattle on the island Oh, he smoked me up and drove me halfway, halfway home. What an asshole. I don't know how I got back to my hotel. I lost everything I own in his petty cab. Oh, lost the key to my hotel room, so I shit in the elevator. Management what? made me scoop it up. What the fuck? When I was still in squat formation, it was a liquidy poop. Liquidy poop. Poo. Oh. She said liquidy poo. <laughs> First of all, Screw that, pedicab driver for not giving you a full ride home.
0: <laughs> also, the like setting it up, we're like I lost my keys, so I had to shit in the elevator. That <laughs> those do go together. <laughs> and this is where you it ended like, up. You just go to the front desk, <laughs> like, oh my
1: god. Like, also,
0: there are bathrooms you know.
1: Yeah, there's plenty of bathrooms. Um, okay. Or hot tubs. I took.
0: Okay, I took an an hour and a half long shit. From my- <laughs>
1: I can't even sit still for that long. <laughs> I'm like three minutes tops.
0: Isaac, <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I don't know, especially like without your phone. What, that's yeah, crazy. I'm like,
1: what do you? There must be some good artwork in that bathroom.
0: I think old people don't bring their phone into the bathroom, which I find insane. They're but, happy uh, with their own thoughts, I suppose. I guess so. Or. I don't... I just shudder to think. Okay. Uh, I I don't know what they're doing in It's sick and wrong. Uh Um, Okay. I took an hour and a half long shit from a four-week-long constipation episode. (laughs) (laughs) That's more than an episode, though. Yeah. Uh, That's like a
1: Star Wars movie.
0: That same day, my then 68-year-old dad ran a marathon. His time was three hours and 48 minutes. (laughs) (laughs)
1: oh this person's quite the writer
0: (laughs) oh there's actually more I had to dig into my butt to cut it up with gloves (gasps) I've actually I've heard about that before with the when you're like medically constipated you have to pull it out yourself no yeah like because they're all like they're like hard (laughs) they like turn into a rock basically
1: so basically oh my god that's
0: shitting is hilarious but at that point it's not even funny anymore (laughs) you're pulling out like it's like, um, like a <laughs> fossil. <laughs> it's a
1: fossil. Yeah, it has to be, like, dusted off. I, you can cut this out have... if you want. But <laughs> I have to tell you this. <laughs> All right, I babysat these three girls. They were sisters. And the mom was, like, my really good friend. She, like, managed the bar and I would help her She was so, such a funny lady. It is such a funny lady. She goes... Well, uh, Molly, uh, Molly's her daughter, name, I swear, it's on me. She goes, Molly came up to me crying when I got home the other day because she was crying and saying that she took a very large poop in the toilet. She said it was long as a kitchen knife, <laughs> and which I don't know why she used that example. And I was like, okay. She goes, yeah, well, she clogged the toilet and it was stuck and it was visible. And she said, the plumber came over. Because he was already supposed to come over, and she said after he was gone, it was gone. But she don't know. She doesn't know where it went. And she goes. The plumber called her later the next day. Called her later the next day to give her like the you know the story about the toilet. She's like yeah. They're like yeah. There's just like a, you know, a buildup up in the pipes. It's old pipes. And she goes, um, yeah, Bob, uh, was there something in the toilet when you went to take care of it? And he goes, he goes, oh, yeah, I just chopped it up with my, with my <laughs> pocket knife. <laughs> he chopped it up with his pocket knife and threw it in the trash.
2: His personal
1: Ben took it, like, took the trash out with him. As he was like snogging the toilet, I don't know if that's the right word.
0: <laughs> that's like how British people kiss. Snog.
1: Can Can you imagine the guy just being like, Do you "So blue collar, sneaking, sneaking the toilet." Yeah, I just to cut hand. it up with my pocket knife and put it in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> just in any old other day. Oh my god. But, yeah. Okay,
0: but I'm no stranger to the old uh, chopping scoop.
1: (laughs) You've chopped and scooped? Oh, yeah. Ah, With your hands? No. No judgment.
0: Um, well, okay, one, I mean, or no, I haven't chopped and scooped. I I, (laughs) haven't seen (laughs) it. It's a chop or a scoop. I'm sorry.
1: I'm probably, like, blowing out the speakers on this thing.
0: (laughs) I've definitely had a situation where I just put a bag around my hand and grabbed it, put it in the bag, and ran out through it in the dumpster.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. That's like, Um, uh, that episode of Broad City where she tapes it up.
0: I don't remember.
1: She's got did oh, she like, put
0: it in her purse. She like puts it. in... She
1: wraps it up. Puts it in like or literally wraps it up like a chipotle, chipotle burrito. Ew. And throws uh, it down the trash. I think that's it.
0: Yeah, but I've also done the thing where like you can get like a disposable, like a pen, or you can use like a plastic oh my fork. Oh, <laughs> <A plastic laughs> <plastic laughs> fork.
1: Yeah, well, uh, chop it up,
0: then it flushes down no problem, and you throw away the fork. <laughs> It's not that big a deal.
1: Oh, my God. I wouldn't
0: use my personal pocket knife. I've let, like... <laughs> you don't need a knife.
1: <laughs> well, he probably was like, well, just another little pooper. <laughs> uh, like, I've gone times where I've accidentally flushed down pens because, like, I have my service apron and they fly and I'm just like, ah. And I, like, <laughs> see go it go down and I go, oops. I can't
0: imagine they would make it around.
1: The oh, place. they don't. They're just like, <laughs> don't. they just like, you know, like a straight poop.
0: Oh, yeah. They make it A dumb. Titanic poop, I call those. Poop, <gasps> the where sinking bridges, bridges the surface. <laughs> <laughs> Our live story comes from Liz Ziner. This was recorded at the very first ladylike show in May of 2016. Here's Liz Ziner.
2: generally disgusting Um, okay so I'm gonna tell you one story that I've never told before just as a little warm-up and then (laughs) all right so I was a wilderness guide uh, in summers in college and I led this three and a half week trip to the boundary waters And when I went on it as a camper, you used to be able to just dip your water bottle in the lake and drink it. Um, And due to pollution, now you can't do that. So I was all ready to make a huge political statement to my campers by forcing them to filter every drop of water they had on the trip. Somehow, I still contracted Giardia, (laughs) which, if you're not familiar, is a disgusting parasite um, that makes you poop. Weird and often a lot. So I got back to camp, and the camp nurse, who is, by the way, no medical certification at all, just like somebody's mom who wanted to see the cute costumes, you know? She just gives me six emodium, Just six of them. And it's like, here you go, honey, that'll close you right up. Okay, so I'm like, no, this is perfect. So I keep eating and eating and bloating and bloating, and then all of a sudden it's been four days and I haven't gone, and then it's five days, and then I'm on the golf cart, uh, going, cruising down the camp trails with my camp director, driving, and I go, oh my god, oh my god, Kathleen, Kathleen, I have to please speed, go to the bathroom, go to the bathroom, so I have to go, and all of a sudden my stomach goes, brr, <laughs> It's the one year anniversary of this story happening. It was last, last weekend. Uh, so when I, still, when I still lived in Milwaukee, I had this full-time job that I hated. I worked for this total asshole. Um, he would not ever let us take time off. He was just like a huge jerk, you just trust me. He was a huge piece of shit. Uh, but I knew one thing about him, which was that his son had IBS. So, like a really horrible, horrible person, anytime I missed work, I would be like, Oh, my stomach. I have IBS too. Oh. <laughs> like, it's bad. I know that. Um, so I had just uh, started applying for jobs in Chicago. I was ready to move. And every time I had an interview, I would just lie and say, Oh, I'm sick. Oh, you understand. <laughs> And he did, you know, because his son actually had it. Um, so I uh, I did this one uh, one Thursday. I had a job interview, actually for the job that I have now in Chicago. And it went well, and I came back. And also because I hated my job, I was drinking all the time with my roommate, um, Allison. who you might. So we were just a hot mess all the time. Um, I got home from this interview, and we're like, let's celebrate. Um, so we go out, we drink, Friday morning I wake up just sweating, like my bed is soaked, it's completely soaked, and I'm kind of dizzy, and I'm like, hmm, well, whatever, so I go to the bathroom, I open the bathroom door and just spray vomit all over the wall with the to- I couldn't even bend over to the toilet, it was just like, hello, <laughs> um, and I just- Like, hey, Al, how much did we drink last night? Like, normal amount. I was like, oh, okay. All right. All right. Uh, Maybe I ate something weird. So I uh, clean up the... I mean, I, like, barked on her contacts' case. It was a big big to-do. So I, like, cleaned up the best I could. I was like, hey, that's a biohazard. I'll clean it up after work. Don't go in there. Okay, bye. So I go to work. I'm feeling really, really um, I'm sweating, but I can't have another sick day because I just had one yesterday, and I don't want my cover to be blown. So I get to work, and I'm sweating, and I, I know that I smell, and I'm sweating, and I'm sweating, and I have this meeting, and right before I go to this meeting, I'm like, okay, I'll just get I'll just get a glass of water. I'll be fine. This is just a bad hangover. This is a, a bad hangover. So I go I get a glass of water, I take three sips of it, and then just immediately barf it right back into the cup. <laughs> an RIT guy is staring at me. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sitting in the meeting and I'm seeing two of everything. I'm seeing double, I'm woozy, and so I just like wordlessly stand up and walk out of the meeting, I leave all of my stuff, walk to my car, as I'm unlocking my car, I just barf on the floor of the parking garage. Just, okay, all right. So um, I get home and I'm, I'm starting to think, this probably isn't just a hangover. So I walk to Walgreens, which is like five blocks away, and I get every anti-nausea thing ever. Um, And so I take it, and then I immediately try to eat something, right? Because in case it's a hangover, you just eat through it. Um, Two things about me. One, nothing ever could kill my appetite. Nothing. And two, I do not ever learn my lesson, Okay. So I'm just trying to eat some snacks and everything I'm eating just immediately, just like the cup of water, is just like blah. blah. All right, maybe I'm just dehydrated. I should try to drink some more blah (laughs) and I can't keep anything down. So the nausea meds kick in and I'm like, all right, all right, I'm taking slow sips of water. It's going pretty well. So naturally after slow sips of water going well, you're gonna try to eat a grilled cheese. (laughs) It's very bland, you know? So, uh, I make myself a grilled cheese, and I'm like, we're, we're fine, we're doing super well. So I take two bites of the grilled cheese, I wave, and I'm like, huh, I feel like a new person. I go outside to get a breath of fresh air, and I take a big deep breath in, and then with every ounce of strength of my O'Donnell's just barf! And it flies, it just flies! Okay, alright. I can't, I can't keep anything down, liquids, solids. I keep trying like every hour on the hour, just in case. I'm so hungry, I'm so hungry, I'm so miserable. Allison comes home and I just like, look like I'm in total despair. And she's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I'm very hungry. <laughs> but also I can't stop barfing up everything I try to eat. She's like, you have to stop trying to eat. And I'm like, no, I'm sure So I Google, I Google stomach flu recipes. You know what comes up when you Google stomach flu recipes? Fucking nothing! You're not supposed to eat! You can't keep food down! Trying, trying so hard. Can't keep anything down. It's Friday night. Allison's getting ready to go out. And I have this thought, and I'm like, you know what? If I'm going to barf it up anyway, I've been uh, gluten free for a few years, and uh, there's this donut place that has these hot mini donuts. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Allison's getting ready to go out, and I'm like, so, you know, I'm going to bar it up anyway. Like, one of I those wants a bunch of donuts. And she looks at me, she's like, no, no, no. And <laughs> <I'm> like, I <laughs> can't Second, she leaves to go out. I go to the donut place. I get two bags of donuts. And I'm sitting on the couch, just like, here we fucking go. And I'm like, both hands in the bags, just eating them, eating them, and I'm waiting to throw up, and I'm not. I'm like, am I cured? Oh shit. Um, and I wasn't cured. I did barf them up. And in the morning, I uh, <laughs> I felt so horrible that I had to go to urgent care. Allison dropped me off. Uh, Then she had to go to a show in Chicago that I was also supposed to be on, had to cancel. It was very sad. And I'm in urgent care. They give me two IVs full of fluid. Um, And as they're giving me these IVs, my stomach starts making these weird noises. I'm like, oh, okay, I know, I know, you're so hungry. I tried to feed you donuts. Like, what are you doing? and so I, I feel actually better after i get two iv bags of fluid in me um so i go to call an uber to take me to the walgreens by my house because i have to get uh, more anti-nausea stuff in gatorade um so the uber driver comes the hottest man i've ever seen in a brand new car um, and i get in acting like he hadn't just picked me up from fucking urgent care and so we're about a half a mile from our house and my stomach starts making weird noises. And I'm like, oh no. So I just start talking louder. I'm like, yeah, the weather's really nice today. What do you do when you're not driving for Uber? And I'm like yelling, yelling, yelling. <laughs> then my stomach does this thing, it like does a flip-flop and I just tell him, pull over! I need you to pull over! And he's like, what? Here? Let's fucking pull over! So, and then everything goes into slow motion, and I'm trying to unlock the door to get out of his car and my stomach makes this noise. It's like, and I just shit my pants. But I have the choice at that point do I go home or do I go to Walgreens? No one's going to go to Walgreens for me. Allison's out of town. I need, Now I know I need adult diapers. Like, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going just gonna to go to Walgreens. So I super slowly walk to Walgreens. Um, I get to the adult diaper aisle, and then it occurs to me if I buy the diapers, they're going to know it's me who smells like shit. <laughs> and we can't be having that. I end up coming home with like a two liter of Diet Coke, like nothing useful at all. So I uh, was just living on the toilet uh, until Allison got home and then she, like a true best friend, went and bought me adult diapers, which I wore for two weeks. (laughs) got kind of used to them and they're kind of nice. Feel well enough to go out again. Uh, my first night out on the town, still rocking a diaper, but it was really discreet, you know? Uh, I, go, I go to turn on my phone uh, to order an Uber, and the rating thing pops up.
0: been listening to the Ladylike podcast. I've been here with Molly Carney.
1: I am a co-producer of Blackout Diaries, which is every Saturday night at 10 and under the gun. And I uh, am a member cast member of the Lincoln Lodge with you, Jenna,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, every Friday and Saturday at 8pm at under the gun. And I take care of my poops.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jenna Gephardt and this podcast has been produced by me. If you'd like to check out our live show, it happens every third Monday of the month at Cafe Mustache in Logan Square. Our live show is produced by Carly Ballerini, Allison Dunn, Sarah Sherman, and myself. The theme song is performed by Natalie Grace Alford. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at LadylikeChicago, and to subscribe and rate this podcast, and we'll see you next week.